0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. With an overcast sky, it's 68 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Thursday, the 16th of December, 2021. Rich Muller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. Looks like rain throughout the day today. We've got a 70% chance of showers, likely, possibly some thunderstorms throughout the day, mostly cloudy skies. Temperature looks to remain steady in the upper 60s here through the morning hours. Then as we move into the afternoon hours, we'll fall into the low 60s and upper 50s with an overnight low in the low 50s. As far as those rain chances, our best chances coming midday should get a break late afternoon and then the possibility of thunderstorms will pick back up in the overnight hours. Current radar pictures showing scattered showers all around us. And again, looking like the rain's going to move into our area specifically around 10:15 this morning. More rain forecasted for Friday. We've got a 70% chance of showers, maybe some afternoon thunderstorms, high in the mid-60s. Friday night brings a 90% chance of rain, possibly some thunderstorms, cooling down to the low 50s. Then the rain should move out by noontime on Saturday. We'll be left with mostly cloudy skies and temperatures falling in the afternoon on Saturday into the upper 40s, cooling all the way down to 27 on Saturday night. Sunday, it'll feel a lot more seasonal. Sunny skies, a high in the mid-40s. Right now, it's overcast, 68 degrees at the KVOM studios, and we want to congratulate our employee of the day, Katie Bellett. Katie works at Sacred Heart Catholic School. Obituaries this morning, Betty Jean Thomas Blankenship, age 88, died Monday, December 13th. Graveside service will be Friday, December 17th at 10 a.m. at Robertstown Cemetery with Brother Charles Bain officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Martin Walters Clark, age 88, of Plummerville, died Tuesday, December 14th. He was of the Baptist faith, served in the Air Force for four years, graduated from McGee School, was a farmer, rancher, and diesel mechanic. He is survived by his wife of 65 years, Betty Davis Clark of Plummerville, his son Kenneth W. Clark of Oklahoma, daughter Kathleen D. Goramboli of Cabot, and son Dr. Philip R. Clark of Fort Smith, five grandchildren and eight great-grandchildren. Funeral service for Martin Walters Clark will be held Monday, December 20th, 10 a.m. at the Harris Chapel with Brother J. Crow officiating. Burial will be at St. Mary's Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Morlton The family will receive friends one hour prior to funeral time. Iva Nell McLaren Flowers, age 100, of Conway, died Tuesday, December 14th. She was of the Church of Christ faith, in later years was an artist. She is survived by her son, Cleon Flowers of Conway, daughters Linda Flowers of Alonia, and Galen Flowers of Conway, a sister-in-law, three grandchildren, and four great-grandchildren. Funeral service for Ivanell McLaren Flowers will be Saturday, December 18th, 10 a.m. at the Harris Chapel with Brother Bain officiating. Burial will be at Springfield Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time. Ollie Bell Smith Janowski, age 80, of Perryville, died Monday, December 13th. Funeral service will be held this afternoon at 2 at Truth Tabernacle Church, with Brother Charles Pruitt officiating. Burial at Thornburg Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time at the church. Virginia A. Ginger DeSalvo Lambert, age 90, of Carmichael, California, died on Saturday, December 11th. Funeral service will be today at Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Moralton. Rosary at 10, followed by visitation. Mass of Christian Burial at 11 with burial at a later date at Calvary Cemetery in Citrus Heights, California. Memorials may be made to St. Joseph Catholic Church at Center Ridge. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Rosanna Lynn Waters, age 39, of Moralton, died Tuesday, December 14th. She was a member of Sacred Heart Catholic Church, served in the restaurant business in various capacities, including management. She is survived by her father, Benny Waters Sr. of Apollo, children Jonathan Oaf, Dallas Oaf, and Peyton Turley, all of Moralton, brother B.J. Waters of Apollo, and her sister Roxanna Andrews of Texas, among other family. Funeral Mass for Rosanna Lynn Waters will be Monday, December 20th, 10 a.m. at Sacred Heart Catholic Church with Father Jack Harris officiating. A vigil will be Sunday, December 19th at the funeral home, 6 to 6.30 with visitation following until 7.30 p.m. Burial at Middleton Cemetery, with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Morlton George William Windsor, age 78, of Morlton died Monday, December 13th. Private service will be held at a later date, with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Coming up on 7.37, Overcast, 68 degrees at the KVOM studios, we'll see our temperatures start to drop into the mid-50s later this afternoon, and we've got a 70% chance of scattered showers throughout the day today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, coming up on 739. Overcast, 68 degrees at the KVOM studios. A second death in as many days related to COVID-19 has been recorded in Conway County. The Arkansas Department of Health reported the county's 48th death as one of 21 across Arkansas Wednesday that brings the state's total since the pandemic began to 8,901. The majority of those deaths occurred prior to availability of the COVID vaccine, which was introduced to the public around this time last year. State Health Secretary Dr. Jose Romero says the vaccine is the best defense against the virus. Uh,
1: We have um, approximately 2,700 less deaths this year. However, um, you know, today, this last year, we've had 3,000 45 deaths. If we take into consideration that conservatively, 70 to 80% of those deaths could have been prevented if they were vaccinated, we need to get our population fully vaccinated. So I want to encourage everyone to take the vaccine. It is safe and effective. It is the best way to prevent deaths. As of Wednesday
0: afternoon, 64% of eligible Arkansans age five and up are at least partially vaccinated, according to the health department. The number of active cases of the virus increased locally on Wednesday. Eight new cases in Conway County brought the number of active cases from 66 Wednesday to 72 Thursday. Three new cases were recorded in Perry County as the number of active cases increased by one for the day to 29. Just over 1,000 new cases were reported across the state with an increase of 155 in the number of active cases. For the second time in a week, Conway police have responded to a threat made to a middle school. This time the threat was reportedly made to Carl Stewart Middle School and was to happen this Friday. A juvenile has been arrested following an investigation. Earlier in the week, a different Conway juvenile who allegedly threatened violence against two other Conway public middle schools was arrested. Now police do not believe there was a legitimate intent to carry out any violence and district officials are encouraging parents to talk with their children about making these types of threats and the damage that can happen to their lifelong reputations. Medical services for Arkansans with intellectual and developmental disabilities will be expanded with a plan announced this week by Governor Asa Hutchinson. During his weekly press briefing Tuesday, the governor talked about the Community and Employment Supports Medicaid waiver that provides services to individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities. He noted that the waiver serves more than 5,000 Arkansans, but for many years, there's been a significant waiting list for thousands of Arkansans waiting for an open waiver slot. There are currently 3,200 individuals on that waiting list. Over 1,800 of those have incomes low enough to receive basic medical services. The remainder receive no services at all. Hutchinson's plan will provide everyone on the waiting list as of December with services. He said that he has submitted a waiver request to open 200 new slots, which will be funded through existing revenues. He also said he'll be asking the General Assembly to add language to dedicate $37.6 million of the $60 million being given to DHS to allow everyone on the waitlist to join the waiver by June of 2025. And so the funding is in place. I expect that that uh, will be uh, supported and will be a part of the uh, legislative action uh, this uh, next session. Once approved in terms of that funding, then uh, DHS will submit a request to amend the current waiver to progressively add enough slots over the next three years to serve everyone who is currently on the waiting list. Governor Hutchinson said a plan to address the wait list has been a project he's worked on since day one, And this plan to eliminate the list by 2025 has been in development for several months. Well, after a one-year hiatus due to COVID concerns, Sacred Heart Catholic School in Moralton is pleased to announce plans for its Trivia Night fundraiser for 2022 are well underway. Slated for February 12, 2022 in the Sacred Heart Gymnasium Rough Auditorium, guests will be treated to dinner from Elia's Mexican Grill, as well as complimentary beverages throughout the evening. In 2020, the last year the event was held, over 50 teams and nearly 400 people participated in the event, which entails six rounds of trivia questions. As in the past years, the only category revealed in advance of the event is the one chosen by the previous winning team. They have selected Popes of the 20th Century. Prizes will also be awarded for Best Team Name, Best Table Decorations, and Best Costume. Tables will sell quickly. Tickets might not be available at the door. Tickets are on sale now for $40. Those may be purchased in the school office or online at sacredheartmoralton.org. Sponsorship opportunities are also available. A Conway County 4-H member is one of 37 members from Arkansas who recently attended the National 4-H Congress in Atlanta, Georgia, where they were recognized for their achievements and continued learning about leadership Citizenship, Global Awareness, and Inclusion. Nemo Vista High School senior Kristen Lehman represented the county at the conference. National 4-H Congress is the premier leadership event for senior 4-H members, and all attendees had winning project record books at the state level, which is a requirement to attend. This year's event was all the more special because it was the 100th National 4-H Congress. This year's theme, A Century of Empowering Youth. The Arkansas delegation made up of high school students and a few college freshmen attended numerous educational workshops, service learning events, and performed community service while in Atlanta. Highlights of the five-day trip included a tour of the city and visits to the Atlanta History Center, Martin Luther King Jr. Visitor Center, Georgia Aquarium, Atlanta Zoo, College Football Hall of Fame, and other attractions. Now 7.45 and let's check our market report. Here's Jenny Knight of Edward Jones Investments in downtown Marlton.
2: On Wall Street, U.S. equity markets ended sharply higher as markets cheered the fact that the Federal Reserve did not offer any more hawkish surprises in today's meeting. Fed Chair Jerome Powell painted a picture of a healthy U.S. economy, which is expected to grow above trend next year while unemployment falls to 3.5 percent levels. From a sector perspective, we saw the laggards of the last few days outperform with technology leading the rally. Areas like healthcare and utilities also outperformed the broader market. Notably, the 10-year Treasury yield climbed slightly higher to 1.46% levels, while the VIX Volatility Index fell sharply down 16% to under 20 levels. The Dow closed at 35,927, up 383 points. NASDAQ closed at 15,565, up 327 points. Volume was heavy as 1.2 billion shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was down $0.12 at $22.17. Bank of America was down $0.19 at $43.94. Centerpoint Energy was up $0.27 at $28.09. Deering Company was down $4.61 at $343.94. Energy Corporation was up $2.56 at $109.85. Under Armour was up $0.04 at $19.05. Simmons Bank was down $0.24 cents at $29.46. Regions Financial was up $0.04 cents at $21.87. Southwestern Energy was up $0.02 cents at $4.76. Tyson Foods was up $0.16 cents at $85.91. Walmart was up $0.83 cents at $145.77. Live Ramp was up $0.21 cents at $47.35. Interpublic Group was down $0.27 cents at $36.38. Nextera Energy was up $1.97 at $92. Natural gas was up $0.06 at $3.81. Precious metals were higher. Gold was up $5.60 at $1,777.90. Silver was up $0.15 at $22.07. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Moralton.
0: Taking a look at our community calendar, the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce will hold a ribbon cutting at Mouse Pecans at 1207 Highway 9 in Moralton this morning at 10. The Plumberville Lodge of Freemasons meets tonight at seven. The Conway County Library will host a Build a Snowman Friend craft event for kids at 6.30 Friday night. The event is free, spots are limited. Call 501-354-5204 to reserve a space. The UACCM pageant that was scheduled for this Saturday has been postponed until the spring. Residents of the Victory Mission Bible Training Center in Center Ridge present a production of Why Christmas, a drama about the real meaning of the holiday, Saturday night at 7. Admission is free to the public, and food and fellowship will follow the show. And the Center Ridge Lodge of Freemasons meets Saturday night at 7 o'clock. Well, if you're just tuning in or if you're wondering how you can time shift your listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, we invite you to sign up for our free podcast. Search for KVOM on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeart or SoundCloud. You can find it on our website or our free mobile app. And listen when it's convenient to you. KVOM's weekday morning newswatch podcast is now streaming and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 749, we have Overcast Skies, 68 degrees at the KVOM studios. Eric Tyler joins us next with our sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues.
1: always in touch
0: Daddy Jean
1: Member FDIC an Equal Housing Lender In sports, Nemo Vista's senior high basketball teams picked up a split with Guy Perkins and won a 4 conference play on Tuesday night in Srinagar. The girls improved their record to 11 and 4 overall, 3 and 2 in conference play with a 49-31 win. The boys lost their game to the Thunderbirds 84-61 to fall to 6 and 9 overall, 3 and 2 in the conference. Nemo Vista continues conference play on Friday with games at home against Mount Vernon Enola. In local action tonight, Winterview scheduled to make up non conference games at Brinkley that were postponed last month. The senior girls play at 6 p.m., followed by the senior boys. The Henderson State women's basketball team picked up a 112 49 win over Bacon College on Wednesday. Marlton's Tamiya Templeton scored four points in the win for the Reddies. The University of Arkansas football program and Coach Sam Pittman announced the addition of 22 players Wednesday as the early signing period opened for the Class of 2022. The group is a consensus top-20 ranked recruiting class nationally with the ranking as high as number 12 from rivals. The class includes 19 high school players, two transfers, and a punter from Australia. The group includes 10 players from the state of Arkansas and is highlighted by wide receiver Gaden Hazelwood, a transfer from Oklahoma who becomes the highest rated recruit to ever sign with the Hogs. Take a look at weather now on this Thursday. We've got humidity right now at 94%. South winds at 10 miles per hour. Barometric pressure, 29.97 inches. Low temperature this morning, 67 degrees. High yesterday, 74. A year ago today, the low was 25. The high was 40. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year is at 42.95 inches. Sunset this evening is 5 o'clock. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 713. And forecast calling for a seventy percent chance of showers today, possibly a thunderstorm, and we'll have mostly cloudy skies otherwise and falling temperatures actually to around fifty seven degrees by five PM. So we've probably reached our high temperature at this point where we are right now at sixty eight. And then falling again by five PM to around fifty seven. And then overnight low around fifty degrees with 30% chance of evening showers and thunderstorms. 90% chance of rain overnight. Then 70% on Friday, at least Friday morning. 50% for the afternoon, high near 66. Then 90% chance of rain for Friday night. Clearing out uh, by Saturday afternoon at least. Still some showers possible Saturday morning. And then cooling temperatures on Saturday, high of 52. But uh, we'll be dropping a bit through the day. And then high of only in the mid-40s for Sunday, as we'll see, uh, sunshine return to close the weekend. And then a little bit uh, cooler week for next week heading into Christmas than what we had most of uh, this week. Right now, we've got overcast skies, and we're at 68 degrees in Marlton at 753. And this is News Watch on KVON.
0: Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.